All right. Uh, hey, welcome to Learn Easy episode four. Uh, it's May 23rd, and I'm with my buddy and guest host, Rico Lazo. Hey, Rico, how are you doing? Hey, Pat, how's it going? Doing well? Oh, great, great. I'm doing okay. Um, uh, I wanted to start a little bit uh, this week uh, to talk about uh, a word of the week or words of the week. In this case, uh, uh, I wanted to get your take on this idea that I saw uh, on Psychology Today on an article about this. Uh, and I also, I heard it on uh, a conversation on NPR about the, 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 the trauma that comes with social distancing, right? But that we should really be thinking of what we're doing uh, to fight COVID-19 as physical distancing. Uh, and uh, I wanted to get your take on this uh, word play here. Well, why would social distancing be uh, a little bit controversial when you think about it, Rico? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'd actually heard about um, this concept as well. And uh, we had spoken about this previously when you'd asked me about the challenges of working online. And I think I didn't use that terminology, but I think that that, you know, social distancing versus physical distancing does have ram ramifications. So. Yes. I think yes. social distancing just kind of came up because it's, we're, as humans, we're social, so we need to just, you know, be apart from people so that we're not infecting others. Um, but really, I think what we want to do is be physically distant, right? In the United States, we say six feet. Yes. Uh, I think in Europe and in Germany, you guys are using two meters. Yeah, well, we... we a meter and a half? Yeah, a meter and a half because it's just too far away. <laughs> Otherwise... A meter and a half? Yes, yes. And yes. so I think it is really important to distinguish between those two things. And, and you know, thankfully, uh, a lot of uh, companies, technology companies have been able to, you know, provide technology that allows us to stay in contact with our loved ones, our friends and family, to be able to be socially close, despite our physical distance, even you and I, for instance, right, you're in Germany, I'm yes. in the United States, mm -hmm. but we're able to remain social uh, and discuss you know, things. Um... Exactly. Yeah. At the moment, uh, we're using Zoom as our way of keeping uh, our social contact. Uh, and uh, it allows us to communicate. And, and really, uh, it, the great part about it is currently Zoom is allowing you to have a 40-minute session for free. And, and that's something that uh, allows you to stay connected with your friends, uh, like uh, myself and Rico. And with your family. I, I also contact my sisters uh, in, in New York and my um, friends all over the place. Uh, not, not only Rico, but <laughs> friends and family. Uh, and it's a really a, a great uh, tool. And we have lots of great tools to keep socially connected. Uh, have you ever used uh, uh, a, an app called uh, House Party? Have you ever used something like that? No, I haven't used House Party. I've used Zoom. I've used okay. Google Hangouts. Hangouts, Google yes. Work. Uh, by the way, hang yes, yes, I'm sorry, Hangouts. I think they've changed their name to Google Meet, or they still have Hangouts, and then they have Google Meet Meeting. I, I yeah, think. I think I think the Google yeah. Meet is more of a professional sort of tool, but I, yes. I'm not really certain because mm -hmm. I'm not. Long, I'm no longer use. I'm no longer working for anybody that's using Google as our technology. Yep. Um, but um, you know, um, I, I just think it's great to have a lot of tools. We have WhatsApp. Yes, what's up? A great tool. Um, you know, there's just many, many tools. It's not really about which software you use. Yes, yes. As true. much as I think it's just important to use it to stay in touch, to remain social yes. with, um, with your friends and family or work, whatever the case may be. 
so that you don't feel the, 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 the repercussions of the stay-at-home orders, the quarantines that are now, it seems like, starting to end yeah. in many places. Uh, this idea of starting to end the quarantine is, is another thing that uh, might make it difficult for people to start to see the difference, right? Uh, if you're about to go back to work, uh, by the way, do you still want to go back to work now after spending so much time at home with your family and, and getting used to family life and, and maybe becoming even more efficient working from home? Um, or do you think that working at the office is probably more efficient for you? Uh, that's the question many people are asking. And, and I, Rico, I think you brought up something in our offline conversation, or I used to say off-show conversation about an article you saw. Can you tell the audience a little bit about this uh, uh, article that you uh, saw about Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I read an article that said Twitter initially was going to allow comp uh, employees to work remotely for the end of the year. But now I think they're actually letting employees choose, or maybe it's a mandate now yeah. that employees can work from home permanently. Wow. There isn't a need to have to actually come into the office. And I think that's really, it's very interesting. I think there are going to be a lot of changes that come out of this COVID-19 pandemic. One of which is this notion of working from home, working remotely. And then to your point, yes. how is that going to impact productivity? How is that, is there going to be a, a paradigm shift of what companies want for their employees in terms of their productivity? Yeah. versus, you know, employees working from home and having a little bit more flexibility and when they do the tasks that they're asked to complete. So I think um, it's still very early to determine that. I have seen that productivity has only dipped a bit with people working from home. But Which I know is interesting, a lot of right? Because you assume uh, given uh, the situation and the taboos that come with working from home, that productivity, if, if the idea of working from home is that working from home is inefficient, Uh, that productivity would drop significantly, but it hasn't, you know, that, that's, that's a shock to me. Um, well, that's what I've read so far. I think it yeah. still remains to be seen, but I think that, um, you know, we'll have to just continue to play it by ear and see how companies uh, respond. I mean, obviously this only applies to companies who have employees and, and businesses, services, and goods that can be, you know, sold over the internet. Yes, um, of course. I think, of course, the industry's hardest hits are the industries that can't do things online. So whether that's eating out, traveling, I mean, there are certainly softwares that support those industries, but you know, it, we'll still have to see how it goes. But I think for a lot of families, mm -hmm. um, you who have young ones at home, mm -hmm. the notion of working from home is kind of nice because it can cut down on your transportation commuting time, you know, have more family time. So we'll see how it plays out for sure. What, what, what do you think about the negatives of, working from home, uh, if you ha still have the stigma around it uh, in terms of work being um, efficient in a sense, uh, if you're being supervised in a way at the office, uh, are you a fan of this concept of tracking software to allow for your boss to be able to check if you're working the right number of hours or if, or if you're surfing on Facebook on your work computer or do you, yeah. I, I saw an article about this. So I, I'm kind of curious to, to get your, your point of view as a person who's worked online and offline. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been of the mindset that you hire people to do a job that, that they're tasked with and if they're not producing the results mm -hmm. that they want from you, yeah. well then maybe there's another uh, conversation that needs to be had about, 
you're being able to fill the responsibilities of the role. I am not one of companies tracking every move and 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 thing that that an employee does. Personally, yes, sure. I, sure. I think it's sort of like George Orwell's 1984 Big Brother keeping tabs. That's the question. Us. Yeah, I think it could be a. I saw this on NPR this article about uh, tracking software, and they did mention that the uh, the person that uh, did report this incident to uh, or who who did end up speaking to NPR about this issue ended up looking for a new job because they were not happy. They felt that the morale or the, the vision of their, their role at the company had uh, been besmirched or I hate to say besmirched, but basically they didn't feel the same way about the company anymore because they felt that the, the trust that they should be given was taken away by putting a tracking app or being asked to, to, to have a tracking app on. And, uh, and, and, and so this morale issue is going to come up over and over again. And yeah, and, and, I mean, I, you know, I, I do think, it. yeah, I do think yeah. there are negatives. I mean, I think apart from, you know, yeah. this notion of privacy and the employers having the rights to look at employers, employees, emails, their browsing exactly. history, yes. uh, the productivity by having screen capture. I mean, those are all legitimate uh, conversations to be had. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I think other negatives are just, you know, not having that same camaraderie Mm -hmm. uh, of working with people in the office and having that water cooler talk. Exactly. But, but I've actually also read articles that said that people are starting to reach out to employees that they wouldn't normally reach out to yeah, sure. uh, via video or via chat. So, you know, I, I just think this is kind of, a, there's going to be a shift um, yes. work-wise going forward, much in the same way I think even when I go into the supermarket and you see these like plastic shields. It's true. I don't, I don't think the shields are ever coming down <laughs> even after COVID. Uh, if it does go away, hopefully it does. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I just think it's like, you know, humans, we evolve, we, things change over time. And I think that whenever there's a major event that happens in humanity, it's, you know, things are going to be a permanent, uh, you know, they're going to remain permanently, much like when 9-11 yeah, happened sure. in the United States that forever altered how we travel and airport security. So I think it still remains to be seen, but I think we can certainly expect more working from home, um, and unfortunately, for many companies, it's also going to require, you know, keeping tabs on employees through software that tracks what they do, what they're, you know, how much time they're spending on tasks and things of that nature. Yeah, that's going to be a question that uh, will be uh, debated uh, in the next uh, years to come. Uh, how to develop company culture in a, the era of physically distancing or physical distancing <laughs> all right so we can we can we can put a uh we can we can we can move a, on a little bit i think this is our episode for today but i just wanted to, i just wanted to just just highlight one thing though pat okay, um, okay yeah yeah I, I think it is important though that we do keep physical distance okay in person okay. i think it's important to you know uh follow the guidelines that are there because that's really for our own protection okay and so being physically distanced from others is not meant to isolate you yeah yeah because we're not asking people to be socially distant we yeah. want people to be socially in touch with their friends and family 100 uh, that's whether that's via you know video chat regular chat phone calls whatever the technology is mm -hmm. you still want to be social but until we have a resolution to COVID 19 we do want to remain remember to remain physically distant especially and people that are not you know uh people we come in common, common contact with. Yeah, and I think oh, I, just to piggy, piggyback what you said, physical distancing is important. And also 
wearing a mask. <laughs> Please, uh, when you go into a restaurant or a location like a supermarket, uh, please follow the rules of those locations and put a mask on so that you can show respect to the others uh, that will be trying to physically distance themselves from you. But of course, the particles that come out of your, your mouth can travel that two meters or, or one and a half meters. And for you guys, six feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's keep it uh, let's keep everyone safe, and uh, and that's 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 a good way to end this this session. Oh yes, I do not want to forget one tip. I like to give a tip uh, at the end for parents looking for the uh, something to keep their kids entertained. Uh, the New York Times uh, f uh, has come up with a nice interactive menu of activities. Um, it's called a choice board for teaching and learning with the New York Times, right? And uh, you can go on to the New York Times and, and basically, once you go to the choice board, you have 10 different activities. Um, some, some, some of them are like telling stories, analyzing a photo, watching a short film, and uh, much more than that. Uh, and, and really, it's for students that are the, from the age of 13 and up. So if your teenager is really bored and isn't really interested in doing any work, send them to the New York Times and let them have some fun there, okay? Um, and I think that's my tip of the week. Uh, and anything else, Rico, we should cover outside of this? Or? Yeah, I, think, I think it was a good show. And I just say, you know, looking forward to our next episode, Pat. I hope okay. you... Uh, Enjoy yourself in the coming uh, days and, and week uh, in Germany. And uh, until next time. Until next time, keep learning easy. Ciao. Bye-bye.